the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. To six four two six four two. The following program is sponsored by Grace Church, Dumfries, Virginia. Grace Church, real people, real lives. Grace Church, real lives, real change. Grace Church, real people, real lives, real change. Hello, and welcome to Grace for Today with Dr. Derek Greer. Here's Dr. Greer. This was the approach. But Jesus speaks over the crowd to the scribes, and he addresses them. He says, what are you discussing with them, my disciples? The scribes had taken advantage of Jesus' absence. And there are many academics trying to do the same thing today. But here's something I know. It's easy to attack a man when he's not present. But when Jesus returns... Many are going to experience the same awkward silence. The same, you're not going to be able to, I, I know what you thought, I know what you figured out. But when Jesus appears himself, many are going to stand with awkward silence, unable to answer for the things that they said in his absence. My prayer is that you are not such a one. So there's this silence, and it's so silent that someone in the crowd has to answer. It's just awkward. He asks a question, and they're just standing there. You know, just like some of y'all, not you, the person next to you. This, see, uh, <laughs> you see the power of God, you just stand, I don't know about all that. It doesn't take all that. I'm just sitting there analyzing. And, and Jesus spoke over the crowd, and he addressed these men. But one in the crowd, this is a man that didn't have an argument. He had a need. When you have... Things in your life that are real and serious, you'll get past some of the silliness, that, that, that mental boxing that goes on in our heads. Then one of the crowds answered, answer, why? Because the scribes dared not open their mouths. And his father said, who loved his son, he loved his boy. He said, Rabbi, our teacher, I brought you my son. We see the same thing here. He brought him to the disciples, but what? He really was bringing them to Jesus. And we see a picture here. The reality is the world has a hard time separating God from the church. So as the church, if we love God, we learn to represent him properly such that the world doesn't get a wrong impression about our God. So they brought the boy to the disciples, but he said, I brought you, my son, Jesus, who has a mute spirit. Jesus, an invisible Force has been exploiting my son's weaknesses. Jesus, something, I know my boy, but something has changed. Some, something has a, attached itself that's not him. I, 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 lo- I, I know that that thing is something different than my son. And I watch him, and all he can do is suffer in silence. Because he's mute. And many of us are in similar situations. 
And then he goes on to describe the situation with his boy. And wherever it seizes him, whether in public or in private, the devil loves to make a fool of us and shame us and embarrass us. And wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. You judge a thing by its fruit. Satan's only goal is to bring you down, to get you back in the muck and in the mire of life and living. His only goal. And he foams at the mouth. Now, Jesus meant this literally. But have you ever had both embarrassing and uncontrollable things come out of your mouth like this boy? Things you wish you wouldn't say or wish you hadn't said, but, but, but no matter what, it just seems to come out. This was the situation of this child. He says, and he gnashes his teeth. Gnashing of teeth is a sign of pain, a sign of hurt. He was dealing with deep internal pain that caused him to grind his teeth. Are you just kind of grinding through life too? I know you put on your Sunday best today, but in secret, was it really a grind to get up this morning? Is the truth that on the inside there's a, there's a hurt, there's a pain, there's a, it's just, just, and daily you deal with this thing and, and you know it's coming from the outside. You know that God has better, but you're unable to break it and you suffer in silence like this. Boy, boy. And lastly, as this process ran its course, at the end, he, he become rigid. I had to research what that meant. It literally means he go into a stupor. Do you cope with your turmoil, your internal hurt wounds by drinking yourself, shopping yourself, eating yourself into a vacant stare? We all have different culprit, but he'd end up vacant. And that's ultimately what the adversary wants to do, is leave you vacant. No, per- you just crushed with empty eyes, looking at life and people. And his daddy would watch this day after day, after day, after day. So Jesus, the daddy said, I I watched this and then I I see, I love my boy. So so I spoke to your disciples. You you weren't there. So I brought him to church. I brought him to Bishop. I said, you know, Bishop, I I, I have a problem and it's it's, it's an issue. And can you get rid of it? Is there anything that can be done? I spoke to your disciples that they should, there ought to be power in God's church. I said, you guys, if you're really of God, you should have power to deal with this personality that's attaching itself to my child. But they could not. Wait a minute. In Mark chapter 3, same book, Jesus gave the apostles authority to heal the sick, raise the dead. But he also commissioned them and gave them authority to cast out demons. What happened between chapter 3 and chapter 9? I'll tell you what happened. Strife and resentment. 
over position. Strife has a way of neutralizing the anointing. When you get your focus on people, where they sit, where you sit, what they have, what you don't have, it is one of the fastest ways to destroy the authority of your witness and the anointing of God in your life. They were mad about Jesus taking the other three. Well, I could have been with John. Come on, John ain't no better than me, man. I know John for a long time. And, and, I, and when you start to argue and bicker like that, you lose your power. You know, people sometimes come to grace to find fault. And my answer is simple. We're going to give you some. I'm not trying to pretty it up, cover it up. If you're looking for it, you're going to find it. You're going to find bucketfuls right here. But also, if you're looking for Jesus, you're going to find him <laughs> by the bucketful. Let's get to verse 20. We got to get out of here. But arguing and fussing over position, rank, and authority made those men impotent before the devil. That's one of the reasons why the church is so weak. We're arguing over stuff we shouldn't. Our only argument is, can I serve you better? Can I be more of a help? Can I be more of a blessing? That's our ambition. That's our aim. Let me tell you something. The world would be the path to our door. If we would venture to get serious and ambitious about the right things. Verse 20. Then they brought him to Jesus. And when he saw Jesus, immediately the spirit convulsed. I uh, watch this sometimes on Sundays. The spirit of God move and people start to, don't take that. It's not necessary. <laughs> I worship God in my heart. And the next starts. Why? Because your demon was just exposed by the presence of Jesus. Can't say amen. Say ouch. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. Everything Jesus had described to the Father begins to manifest. And you would think, though, when, when, when the boy fell to the ground, starts foaming about all the, you, you would think that Jesus would have just jumped up and, and immediately stopped it and addressed the situation. But what's amazing is when you look at the scriptures, he totally ignores it and continues his conversation with the Father. Here's a guy on this side of the church falling down, blah, 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 and the, guy, and the pastor just goes on with the teaching and the preaching. What you need to understand is Satan is a creature of pride. He loves attention. And sometimes the best way to deal with him, sometimes, is to at first ignore him until you're in position to righteously deal with him. Timing is everything. Let's keep going. So he asked his father, again, the guys, all that. He said, hey, dad, how long has this been happening? 
to him. And a father is so used to it too. He said, from childhood. How many of you have some stuff that's been going on in, in your life for as long as you can remember? This was the case with this boy. He said, and often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water. I mean, he tried to drown himself. He put his arm into the stove to cut and hurt himself, to destroy him. How many of you in this room understand uh, what it's like to self-sabotage yourself all the time? I mean, over and over and over and over and over again. You get to the point of, of just being normal and you got to do something weird. You got to do something. You got to do something to pull the rug out from under your life. This was the case with this boy. And daddy knew, that's not my son. That's something else from somewhere else. You know, remember the body snatcher? Somebody has snatched my child. This man discerned. You see, our issue is we're calling it a problem. This man was discerning enough to call it the devil. You're saying, well, I was born with this type of personality. I was born this way. No, 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 no. Even though it might have been with you as long as you could remember, this man had the discernment to say, no, 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 that is an evil spirit. God did not make my boy to be like that, to act like that, to behave like that. That's not God. That's evil. That's the devil. But today, there's no devil. It's all naturalism. Just the way I am. You won't get free until you call it what it is. But if you can do anything, you see the if in there. The man was uncertain of Jesus's power. But in the next clause, we're going to see he wasn't uncertain of his love. He said, if you could do anything, have compassion. When he said that compassion thing, oh, Jesus perked up. Because that's what he came to do. Have compassion on us and help us. Sometimes just a simple help to God is the most sophisticated prayer we need to pray. Sometimes help is all I can say. I don't have a lot to add. It's just, Lord, I, God, help me. This was the cry of this daddy. Jesus looks at him and he said, you just said if I could do anything. I love Jesus. I love the way he handles stuff and people. But he switched this. He said, if I can, no, no, that's not the issue. The real issue is if you can believe. See, I have moments in my life where, I, frankly, stuff hits me. I, God, can you do anything? But this scripture hits me back and say, well, if I can believe. The issue is not God's weakness. The issue is our faith. He said, if you can believe all things are possible to him. He said, you ask me if I can, I'm saying it's impossible. It's possible for him. Possible for, for you who believes. And what he was saying was as terrible as the boy's state was. If they trusted, if the daddy trusted the master, he could make the impossible possible. The issue was not God's power, but the man's trust. Immediately, 
And the father, he loves this boy. The father of the child cried out from his heart. This is, this is supplication. It's not just prayer. He's crying out. And he said with tears running down his face, he said, Lord, I believe, I, I, I believe you're the Messiah, but I'm just still a little bit conflicted. You ever believe and not believe at the same time? You ever believe, but there's still some things in the back of your mind giving you just a little bit of trouble? The man doesn't hide this from Jesus. He said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. This man with some faith, but mostly an honest admission of struggle, had enough to move Jesus into action. When you begin to act like your faith is more than it is, that's how you get in trouble. This man was real with the master. Lord, I got belief and unbelief all at the same time. God, if this depends on me, we might be in a little bit of trouble. Lord, I, 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 I got to get this back on, on, on you, God. God, I, I, I'm a little bit in turmoil now. Now, I'm not 100% sure about some things that, that I, I think I believe. But Lord, here, here's the deal. Help me. He didn't blame Jesus. Help me. Help me make the crooked straight. Help me. Help me get this stuff right in my head and my thinking. But the point I want to make here is that it wasn't just this man's faith, it was also his humility and honesty that moved Jesus into action. When you have questions, please have a real question. Don't pretend. God's not intimidated, threatened, and oh my God, that's a question I can't answer. One of my biggest problems sometimes is the fact I'm a pastor. And I think I ought to know stuff. So I, I don't ask God certain things because I, I don't want to let myself know that I don't really know. <laughs> but God knows I don't know. <laughs> I'm honest with myself. I can also know that I don't know. And I've learned that even when I'm uncertain about what God can do, will do if I'm honest. I say, Lord, it's not you. It's really me. Work on me, Lord. 100% of the time. He gets the job done. When Jesus saw the people and that they came running together, what did he do? He rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to what? It. He spoke to the problem. He didn't ask the demon for its name. We talked about that last week when we talked about Legion. He gave it a name. And you name things you have authority over, by the way. That's why Adam named the animals because he had authority. He said, you deaf and dumb spirit. The problem is you call it a problem. Until you call it for what it is, you're not going to get the freedom the Bible way. There are literal demons in this world. That's the only explanation for the craziness we do. There's no other explanation except there's somebody other than God on this planet causing a mess and, and pain and all the rest. We just call it a problem, a natural issue. This Jesus, wisdom personified, called it what it was. He said, you deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him. 
What you need to understand is demons have absolutely no sympathy. If you can see a demon's eye, it looks a lot like a shark's eye. They see nothing. The shark will eat anything that's bleeding, anything that's wounded, anything that's moving. That's why you get tires in the belly. They will eat anything and feel no hesitation, no sympathy. So they don't understand your pain. The only thing a devil understands is power. So if you come to the forces of this world, talking about, do you know how I feel? Huh? How long has been? They could care less. The only thing they understand is that name above every name that can be named. All they understand is authority and power. And then Jesus said, he said, and enter him. Let's read the whole set. Deaf and dumb spirit. This is what he said. How many of y'all want to learn from Jesus? He said, well, I suggest, I hope, no, I command you, come out of him and enter him, what? No more. Jesus in that moment released a no more anointing with never again authority. And I believe he wants to do the same thing here today. He wants to release a no more anointing. May it enter, may that issue be no more. May it never again be an issue, a manifestation in the life of that child. Really, all heaven is a no more situation. It's a never again situation. There'll be no more tears. There'll be no more heartache. There'll be no more pain. Never again will the trouble of trouble. Never again will there be hate and and rage and, and war rumors. Never again. But what's amazing about Christ is the kingdom is within. And even while we're on the earth, we can have a little bit of heaven. We're in our lives. God says, for the hell you've been going through. I want to say no more. And never again. The Bible says that not only all the promises in him are yes and amen, but it also said he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if he was ever a no more type of guy, if he was ever a never again type of God, he continues to be a no more and never again individual. Time has beaten me down. Let's, let's do this quick. Verse 26. Then the spirit cried out. Am I in the book, by the way? Did I make any of this up? Devils aren't happy when you confront them. They're not happy when you call them what they are. So when he did, it convulsed greatly. Satan is the biggest drama queen you ever going to meet. <laughs> so if you're a drama queen or king, but in spite of all the devil's bluster, it came out. But the devil tries to intimidate. He's that way. So when he came out, the boy looked like he died. The Bible says, and he became as one dead. So that many said he is what? Dead. Imagine what could have ran through Jesus' head. Oh my gosh, it's the word goes out. You know, everybody knows my name now. Everybody knows that word. I'm killing people. <laughs> Jesus killed. Oh, they're going to sue me. Oh, they're going to sue me. I, I lay hands on him and, and, and the boy's down, look like he's dead. Oh, lawsuit, lawsuit. No. 
Watch how Jesus handled it. He watched, he walked into the direction of the intimidation. Here's God's word to us this morning. And as I prepared, this is what rung out in my heart. I believe the Lord was saying to my heart, he said, Derek, it might look worse before it gets better, but don't give up. See, what, what, what we do is we, 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 we believe God, we stand on his word, but sometimes it looks worse for a minute. The person we were trying to help seemed to get worse, and the situation now, you know, was, but before it seemed salvageable, but now it's like raising from the dead. I mean, it's, it's impossible. And we back up and we say, okay, I guess I, guess I didn't get it. I, I guess the devil didn't come out. But guess what? If Jesus would have said, I guess the devil didn't come out, guess what would have happened? The devil would have went right back in. All the devil understands is authority. But Jesus walked toward the situation that was trying to intimidate him. And he grabbed the man of the boy by the hand. He infused to let the shenanigans intimidate him. And he lifted him up and he arose. See, all God ever wants to do is stand you back up again. He just wants to get you out of the dirt, out of the muck, out of the mire. That's all. Why are you running? Why are you hiding? Why are you so afraid? All he wants to do is get you back up on your feet. Give you back your dignity and tell you no more and never again. Every head bowed and every eye closed. We hope you were challenged by today's teaching. You can get your copy of this teaching on our website at gracechurchva.org. That's gracechurchva.org. You can also subscribe to our website to learn more about Grace Church, and you can get directions, free downloads, and more. Bishop and Pastor Greer also invite you to worship with us here at Grace Church. We are just minutes from Potomac Mills Mall and Quantico Marine Base. We look forward to seeing you here at Grace Church, where we are real people with real lives experiencing real change. Grace Church and Derek Greer Ministries thanks all of our friends and partners for your commitment and loving support. Your giving helps us continue to reach people and change lives all over the world. Join us in the Word again tomorrow here on Grace for Today. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.